0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hey, and welcome to the Big Time Talker Podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network, powered by Speaker Match the United States' largest online virtual speakers bureau. If you're a meeting planner or you're a speaker and you want to find out how to set up a speaking event, especially in this new time where lots of virtual speaking events are happening, you can get together with thousands of speakers on Speakermatch.com. I'm Burke Allen. We are live at the home studio here in Washington, D.C. And if you'd like to be a part of the program, our number to call is 516-418-5635. 418-5635. Four one eight five six three five. We have initiated a chat feature where you can send messages into us if you'd like to talk to our guest. Uh, the guest today is Richard Flint, and he is a stress management expert. And uh, we found this chat feature to be especially helpful for an awful lot of our listeners who don't want to share uh, their voices or personal information. And today may be one of those times because there are those among us who are feeling an enormous amount of stress now with a COVID-19 outbreak. And if it's pushing you to your limits and you'd like to send us a chat message, we would be happy to, to pass it along. Uh, If it's a question or comment uh, and protect your anonymity with our guest, Richard Flint. And if you'd like to visit Richard online, find out more about him and his book, The Truth About Stress. His website is richardflint.com dot com richardflint.com and richard joins us from sunny south florida hey welcome to the big time talker podcast thanks for being here sir
0: oh my pleasure thank you for the invitation to be part of of your show i am excited about doing this with you
1: well i think it's uh it's very apropos uh, right now to talk about stress we've all felt it at one time or another and some of us now are feeling it probably more than at any time in our lives for a variety of reasons. But, but let's get into the nitty-gritty. What is stress, and where does it come from?
0: Well, you know, uh, when I was writing my book, The Truth About Stress, um, I was doing my research, and I found 107 definitions to the word. Wow. And i got to tell you, that made me stressed. <laughs> and as, as, as I looked at the definitions, all of them were too clinical. Are they were too in-depth for what I think the average person to understand. So I wrote my own definition of stress, and my definition is anything in life that makes you uptight, which means that's every day of your life. You'll never go a day of your life without experiencing stress. And there's good news and bad news to stress. The good news is it's an everyday part of your life, and if you control it, You can not have it do damage to you. But if you don't control it, the bad news is it can kill you. And that's one of the things people don't understand. They just take stress for granted. It's just a part of your life. But it's a dangerous part of your life, and it's a part of your life right now in the world that we live that I think is increasing to some very, very dangerous levels in people's lives right now.
1: Richard Flynn is our guest today. He is a stress management expert. His book is The Truth About Stress. He's been working in and around uh, learning about stress and teaching others how to deal with it for over three decades now, an expert in human behavior and development. Richard, it, it seems as if there are those among us who handle stress so much better than others, and I have always wondered whether that's an innate ability that some people are born with, or can you learn how to better manage your stress? Can you really get a handle on it?
0: Well, what you've got to understand is, first of all, you've got to understand yourself. You are exactly right. There are some people that respond to challenges in life. There are other people who react to challenges in life. And what I found in my working with uh, human behavior, especially working through my mentoring, my coaching program, is that if one has a solid foundation, because every every human has a foundation they work off of, and there are generally two foundations that I find. One is a foundation that's driven by a belief in your trust, uh, yourself, a trust that you can handle, and a faith that you'll get to the other side. And if you have that, you tend to respond to life. But that's not the majority of people, Burke. That's not the majority. The majority live with a foundation of uh, doubting, worrying, and feeling uncertain. And if that's the foundation for their life, uh, then they walk a very dangerous tightrope. And a big part of the difference is what are you using as your information center? Uh, what I find is that the people that live with that doubt, that worry, and that uncertainty – they feed themselves every bit of negative information they can find. And right now, there are people who can't get away from the the news. They've got to know right. everything going on. Or they've surrounded themselves with people who are only looking at the negative side of this. And I don't wish this virus on anybody. I wish it had never happened to our country. But I'm going to tell you something. There are some positives that are going to come out of this.
1: I'd like to hear that, and, uh, and, man, there's so much that you and I can talk about to unpack this thing. You are the right guy to talk to at the right time, but, but you have gotten my attention now. So tell me a, a couple of positives, because I think we could, we could all use that right now.
0: Well, Burke, I think one of the things that's happening, and uh, I have been doing uh, radio interviews from all over the world uh, the last uh, three or four weeks, sure. and I'm talking to a lot of people who are emailing me. And the positives that I'm hearing from people is that one of them, it's caused me to slow down and have to take a real look at my life. Uh, Most people up to this point live their life on a platform of fast and furious. I mean, they were busy being busy, being busy, and they really only had time for one room in their life, and that's their business room. And we really have four rooms to our life, business, family, social, and personal. And what's happening right now because of the business room being out of sync People are having to slow down, and they're asking questions about their business room that they've never asked before. And then with their family room, you know, uh, one of the things that I spend a lot of time reading, writing, and speaking about is the breakdown of the American family. And that's because busyness has taken over the world of the family. Uh, Families don't eat together anymore. They don't have a lot of quality time for each other. Kids are being raised by technology. Uh, parrots are too busy just trying to keep their their head afloat. Are too busy trying to make things. And the other another positive is families have had to slow down and connect. Um, and one more positive that I see right now, um, there's time for a person to get reconnected with who they are. Most important room you and I have in our life is our personal room. That's where we go to be by ourselves, because everything that you and I and anyone listening, anything they want to do with their life will be born in their personal room. And then they will create a plan for the rest of their life. And the key to success is to be able to take your dream, what it is you want for your life, what you really want, and connect it from your business room from to your family room to your social room to your personal room so that you have balance in your life. And that's one of the things I see happening right now people are finding time to breathe instead of trying to catch their breath.
1: I love that. Richard Flynn is our guest today. He is the author of the truth about stress. He's a, stress management expert. You can find him online at richardflint.com and I can tell you from personal experience and I know that we all are dealing with this in a very different way where uh, we're all like on uh, in different boats on the same ocean as we all get through this but for me personally Richard I, I have a 15 year old son we had him later in in life and and I have really enjoyed the extra time that I've been afforded with him as he does his online schooling and he's here with me uh, every day that's been fantastic. I've enjoyed doing these uh, these podcasts on a daily basis where I get to talk to interesting people with amazing perspectives from all over the world. I grew up in the broadcasting business. And, and as, as your career takes you along the way, I, I got away from from being on the air and becoming a manager and a consultant and a radio station owner. And now I've put the headphones back on for the first time in many years. So I agree with you. There are some positives for some of us. However, for other people, um this is and and stress is is bad during normal times this is stress turned up to 11 on a stereo that normally only goes to 10 you've got uh you know as of the day we're doing the show live on the internet uh another 4.4 million people have filed for unemployment so that brings us to if my math is right over 26 million people in america filing for unemployment in the last month um you know the, the country is in a deep deep recession very quickly. And, uh, you know, food lines are starting to form uh, that are hundreds of cars deep. I, you know, I could go on and on. You've got uh, people who have family members, you know, parents, grandparents, even children who are dying from this horrible disease. When things are really, really serious like this, Richard, uh, and, and you find yourself in one of those extraordinarily stressful situations, what's the first thing you should do to get a handle on it?
0: Well, Burke, let me go back for a second, because let me let me set up the answer to what you're asking. Okay. The first thing we need to realize and go back to my definition, stress is anything in life that makes you uptight. And what I'm hearing from people right now, there is a certain collection of emotions uh, that are making people wound tighter than they've ever been. And they don't know what to do with it. And let me use this as a checklist and then I'll get to your question Um First of all, they're under too much tension, Um, that they're dealing with tension like they've never dealt with it before, because most of us uh, have never been through anything like this.
1: That's right. Second,
0: uh, the the pace of their life, Uh, the pace of their life right now is out of control. They don't know whether to be fast or slow, and and they don't know where to start and what to do. And the third one may be the biggest one right now, the financial pressure, Uh, just The money, making things meet, the ends meet. And then the next one that I'm hearing is that people are just exhausted right now, Burke. I mean, they're tired. Uh, This unknown is just wearing on them. Um, And then the next one is that they've lost control of their life. They've always been in control. They've made decisions. They've had a routine. But right now that routine has been interrupted. And then for a lot of them, uh, they're having to carry the load everybody is looking to them for an answer. Everybody is reaching out to them. And then the fact that uh, time just seems to be flying by. I don't know about you, but I'm up at 3.34 o'clock in the morning. Um, I've got my schedule. I go through with everything. Next time I blink, it's seven in the evening. And the whole day has just flown by. Well, there's no question.
1: Some of us are so much busier now than we were before. I I talked to a, a lady I attend church with yesterday, and and she is, she said, twice as busy, and yet her company has cut her pay in half. So there's a lot of that. And, yep. and, and Richard, I, you know, I have to be very frank with you. That list, that checklist you just gave me gave me some stress to think about people that are going through all that. So, you know, if, if you're dealing with even one or two of those things you just talked about, you know, where do you start? What do you do first? All right. Um, let me give you
0: seven steps. And these are the steps that I use, I use with people. And, Burke, they're so important. And, by the way, I'm going to be covering these in depth on May 7th. Uh, I do a free webinar every month. And our webinar on May 7th is entitled This Thing Called Stress. And I'm going to list these, but on May 7th, I'm going to be tearing these apart and really helping people to learn. You can't eliminate stress, but you can learn to control it. And these are the seven steps.
1: now, before you give me the seven uh, steps, I, I want to make sure that all our listeners have an opportunity to get there. Will they be able to find it, uh, your webinar on on uh, stress uh, on May 7th on richardflint.com? Is that where they can watch?
0: Yep. If they I just will. go to richardflint.com, and they've got a register. Uh, and then after they register, what we do is we send them. I'm doing two things. I'm going to send them a stress test up front that I hope doesn't kill them. Um, <laughs> Uh, And then I'm going to to send them a study guide that they can follow along. And if they go to RichardFlint.com, it's right there. They can register for it. Um, Fantastic. We've been averaging between six. Yeah, we've been averaging between six to seven hundred people a a month on our webinars. Um, So let me give you the seven steps. Go to it. And please take. I hope your listeners will take these seriously. Number one, and this is important. Calm yourself down before you make any decision. Because if you make a decision when you're not calm, it's just going to multiply the stress in your life. So learn to breathe. Learn to take a deep breath before you make a decision. And put the, put yourself, put your decision to my number one question in life. I think life can be balanced with one question. Will this feed my confusion or strengthen my clarity? Will this decision feed my confusion or strengthen my clarity? And you always know the answer to it. And then step number two, open yourself to admitting and facing the fights that you're having with you. You know, stress is internal. Stress is a disease. I believe that the majority of all human illness is the result of stress. It's a result of you fighting with yourself. It's that fight with your emotions that give you one message and your mind that gives you another, and they can't seem to agree. So you find yourself just growing with this internal tension, and if you don't find a resolution, it can do a tremendous amount of physical damage to you.
1: Agreed 1,000%
0: on that. Okay, and then step number three, and this is critical right now, never take on more than you can manage. And so many people right now, they're, you know, this ought to be a time when we're learning to breathe, but I'm listening to so many people talk about it, They're just loading their plate up. Oh, I've got time to do this and this and this. I had not had time to get to this. And they look around their life and all the things they've procrastinated with, they're going to get them done right now. And they're overloading their self mentally and emotionally. And never take on more than you can manage. And then the fourth one, and I, I, I really believe in this one. Treat yourself as someone you love. Slow down. Make yourself a priority in your life. Respect yourself. Because so many people in the old normal, and this where we are right now, Burke, this is not normal. This is the new abnormal. This is not the n- normal. It's not the new normal. This is the new abnormal. Because it's something we've never faced before. But that's right. they've lived their life so fast that they've never had time to treat their own self with respect. They're too busy in their business room. They're running faster than they can manage. And they're wearing their self out. And so if we're going to learn to control stress, treat yourself as someone that you love. And then number five, refuse to make your life a race. And that's one of the things I hope people are running right now and, and they're learning right now is that life is not a race. I mean, I love what you said about your 16-year-old son. You're having time with him now that you've never had, and you're enjoying it. Why? Because your life is slowing down, correct? You've slowed your life down some.
1: Correct. Less airplanes, more time at home.
0: Yeah, and it's slowing your life down. You know, and it's probably a two-way street. You enjoy being with him, and he may also be be enjoying getting to know you. Because a lot of kids today don't know their parents. That's right. They don't know them. And then number six, open your life to taking an honest look at yourself. I used to work on the staff of a huge church. I was the director of counseling for a mega church. And one of the things that I learned is that most people want honesty as long as it's not honest. And right now is a time to stand in front of the mirror and be honest with yourself And, Burke, I I build life on four questions, and this is why I teach my people. What do you really want? Why do you really want it? What price are you willing to pay to have it? And what behaviors will you have to improve to have what you say you want for your life? I think most people live their life with a degree of dishonesty because they're fearful They're fearful of really having an honest conversation about where they are in their life. And if you can't be honest with yourself, the stress is just going to overwhelm you. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, listen to what your life is telling you. I'm a believer, Burke, that life talks to you. I think life sends us so many messages. This morning I had a, 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 a group of birds out on my back patio, and they were talking to me. Because I think nature talks to us. And I think sometimes we're just so fast we don't listen to what life is saying to us. And life is always sending us messages. And here's the thing about stress. If you don't learn to control your stress, life will send you a very negative message. And it can be from the physical illness that people face.
1: It's an incredible list. The uh, seven things that you can do to combat stress right now and what is arguably the most stressful time in the world's history in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic. Our guest is Richard Flint. He's a stress management expert. Uh, He literally wrote the book about it. It's called The Truth About Stress, and you can find out more at richardflint.com. He's also doing a free webinar on May 7th to uh, help folks get through their stress and and I'm sure that uh, you've gotten a whole lot more people really interested in this topic, in, in the last uh, forty-five days or so, I've got an interesting question here that came in on a chat room for you, Richard. And that is, what okay. makes Richard Flint get stressed? So, what do you stress about?
0: You know, I don't. I, I, I have stress, but I, I don't have negative stress. My biggest stress right now, Burke, is they closed the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my role has been since I've been off the road and be, be, uh, being here at the house here in South Florida is I get up and I work till about 11 o'clock and then I would go play some golf and come back and work a little more. But they shut the golf course down. So what I've done is I've had to adjust. And that's one of the things that people don't understand. When life's routine is interrupted, you've got to learn to adapt and then adjust. And people need to understand, i got to adapt first. What is it that I need to improve in my life? What is the new direction I need? And once I know where I need to adapt, then I've got to make the adjustments. Adapting is the thought. Adjustment is the action.
1: I have a, a close friend but, who's an attorney, Richard, who always said that uh, flexibility is the hallmark of a professional. I think we're saying the same thing there. you got to be able to roll with the punches and figure something else out. Uh, when when your world is topsy-turvy like it is now.
0: Yeah, I work with a lot of speakers uh, sometimes in my mentoring program, and one of the lessons I try to get them to understand, and this is true with any part of life, and it's true right now especially, any form of success means you've got to be able to think on your feet. Yeah. And most people can't think on their feet today, Bert. They can't think on their feet. So they're always reacting to anything that interrupts their life, life's routine.
1: You know, it's clear, Richard. And, and if you're just joining us, Richard Flynn is our guest. He's a stress management expert and the author of the truth about stress. It's clear that, that we do all have to adapt now, whether it's in, in a little way or a big way. You know, for me, I've, I've learned in, in going to the grocery store, if, if I want fresh produce, I'm in there by seven, seven thirty in the morning, it's <laughs> not going to be there. If I shop at night now it's gone. And it, it makes yeah. me realize Sort of how soft we've all uh, become in this country, and uh, you know, if uh, if I want uh, to get food uh, uh, from a, a, my favorite restaurant, they're all closing down early now, even for carryout and delivery, uh, because you can't go into restaurants here in the D.C. area. You got to you know make plans to get in there before it gets too late. Those are, are minor things that that have taught me to be flexible. But but what would you say to someone? who is uh, really feeling like they've got a gun to their head because of economic stress because that is uh that's got to weigh down on an awful lot of folks you know we have a a large first and second generation immigrant community here just like you do in south florida and lots of those folks are in service industry jobs and you know march 12th you're a waiter in a restaurant and you've got. 40, 50 tables a night. And on March 13th, they say, you're going home, and we don't know if or when you will ever be back. So so economic stress can be, I think, the most bone-crushing. What do you tell people that, that are dealing with that?
0: Well, I think right now, Burke, I think this is probably the number one point of stress on the human life. Yeah. Is just people all of a sudden, I, was, I had an income, and someone walked in with an eraser and took it away.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: first thing you've got to do is you've got to slow down emotionally. You and I either live from our emotions up or our mind down. And every time we're living from our emotions up, we're speeding up the pace of our life, which means I'm not thinking, I'm not being rational. And then the second thing is I need to look at the money that I have and what's the smart thing to do with my with money.
1: It. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, I think that makes a lot know, of
0: sense. I had a, a couple that I know that uh, their income has dropped 40000 a month just overnight. And they used to go into a store and buy anything they want. And she was telling me they walked into the store and there was a little $10 item over there and he wanted it and she said no. And you got to make smart decisions right now. And being smart is learning to take a deep breath and breathe before you do or say anything. Slow down now, and just really take a look. And is this something we want or something that we need? And where is it that we can cut out? I mean, uh, I don't know about you, but I've had to make adjustments.
1: Absolutely, clearly.
0: And they're not I, easy. Adjustments I, no. are not easy.
1: No, you're exactly right. And and I think for some folks, um, there is a tendency to bury your head in the sand or to, you know, stay under the covers and not come up and, and you know, sort of pretend as if all this isn't happening. And You wake up on the other end of it without having been proactive and, and you've made it 10 times worse. So the question is, I think, Richard, where, what's the balancing act? You talked about earlier in the day. Being really careful on your media consumption. And, and look, I've, I've been in the media business my whole life. I know that television producers, news producers, for example, they produce those shows uh, with the, the full intent to get you to watch more TV. If you're a TV producer, you want people to watch more TV. You have to stay in tune with what's happening in the world, you have to be aware of what's happening. But of course, if you let that stuff uh, eat at you 24-7, it's bound to drag you down. So, so what's that point of delineation between not burying your head in the sand and yet not being just overwhelmed by this constant flood of, of uh, what is mostly negative news right
0: now? Well, I think, Burke, I think the big thing is how do you plan your day? Uh, I'm not a person who believes in to-do lists. I think a to-do list is a list that I put together with things on it I don't want to do. And so that makes that list a very emotional part of my life. I believe in building an achievement list. So what I suggest to people they do is get up every day and, number one, take a shower, get dressed. Don't run around all day in your jammies, or don't run around all day like you're you know you're looking like there's nothing worth living for today. Prepare yourself mentally for the day. And then rather than turning the TV on, find three things today that you would like to achieve. I believe the human mind sees in threes. And so I make my list of three things that I want to achieve today. I give my day a purpose. If I, once I give my day a purpose, I create an agenda of how I'm going to work with that. And then I commit myself to doing that. And if I give myself a purpose, which is a reason, I give myself an agenda, how I'm going to do it, and if I give myself a commitment, that is a promise I've made for myself, then what I can do is take a day that's out of sync, and I can create a day with a purpose and at the end of the day, if you've achieved anything in the way of a purpose, I'm going to tell you something, you feel better about your day. If you don't achieve anything, then all of a sudden there's a form of depression that goes with that. When the human life is not achieving, there is a form of depression that goes with that. And one of the side effects of stress, the negative side of stress, is it will depress It will depress you.
1: I am right now taking my yellow legal pad and I'm flipping the to-do list to an achievement list. What a great idea. Um, Richard, I've, I've been to your website, richardflint.com. I love the, the loud print Hawaiian shirts that you wear. Those just bring me <laughs> up right away. Uh, I think that's fantastic. And, and just talking to you, I mean, you're, you're a very motivational guy. Before I let you jump, I have to ask you what it was in your background that got you interested in studying stress and the effects of stress because i look at those pictures of you and and in this conversation you're a pretty no stress individual with those those uh loud hawaiian shirts so what got you into figuring out all there is to know about stress well
0: it goes back burke because all of us have a a part in our yesterday that was a wake-up call and when i was 16 i was adopted when i was about two weeks old and when i was 16 my adopted parents gave me a suitcase and told me it'd been nice knowing me. My adopted mother used to tell me every day, you're stupid, you'll never amount to anything, and my greatest day will be when you're no longer a part of my life. And Mm. that could have destroyed me, but it Mm. put me on a path to try to understand what is it that we can do with the downs in life to turn them into a point of growth. My definition of failure is real simple. It's one word, fertilizer. And people say, that was a terrible time in your life. In that moment, it was. But I turned that into fertilizer. And I've used it in my life to try to grow and understand me first. I can't lead another person past the point where I am. And all I teach, all I write about are the things in life that I've been through, that I've found a pathway forward. You and I either go forward or we live in the circle of sameness, only two choices in life. And I choose every day to go for it. So that's why I create my purpose, my agenda, and my commitment for my day. Because when this day is over, I'm going to be better, I'm going to be smarter, and I'm going to be stronger in who Richard Flint is.
1: This has been the most uplifting 30 minutes we've had on the Big Time Talker podcast yet. Richard Flint, thank you so much for carving out some time to spend with us. I'm going to get uh, you on the top of my achievement list and when I'm in South Florida next Uh, You and I are going to Joe Stonecrab on me. How does that sound?
0: That sounds like a winner.
1: (laughs) Richard Flint is our guest today. The book is The Truth About Stress, available online at Amazon.com and all all the places you get books online. And and you should visit him for certain at RichardFlint.com and sign up for his workshop on stress, his online webinar on stress, May the 7th. Richard, thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for letting me be part of your life.
1: My pleasure. Richard Flint, our guest today, the book, The Truth About Stress. The Big Time Talker podcast is a service of our friends at SpeakerMatch and SpeakerMatch.com. If you're a speaker or a meeting planner, check them out, SpeakerMatch.com. Hey, wherever you go, whatever you do today, stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Bye, everybody.